Philadelphia. Beautiful, lovely, crispy yeah. Tuesday morning. Crispy morning out there. Might say Zeis Hanukkah. So we move on in the winter. Move on in winter's man. Hopefully taking a little bit of Hanukkah with us, the Hanukkah lights. And we continue here in Derech Hashem. And we saw yesterday on Zeis Hanukkah, <clears throat> Ramcha was telling us about the Chelke Ho'avoida. What, um, what it's all about and what it comes down to, our mission in this world and, and uh, the specifics of how we acquire perfection, completion, shleimus, two basic uh, um, paths in that and two basic categories in, that, that, that summarize all of our activities in this world in terms of how we acquire shleimus. And we saw how that really did tie in with Hanukkah. That was a nice idea. That's what we concluded with yesterday. And let's go back to the beginning of that paragraph. So we are in Aleph, Chelek Aleph, Perg Dalad, Simon Zayn, Aleph Dalad Zayn. And we'll return to the paragraph that begins with Ach. Baruch When we get into the details, we zoom in in terms of and that's what this paragraph is all about, zooming into how we navigate our way through this world and how this world is that environment that allows us to achieve shleimus, that allows us to create our essences and our appearances and existences in the world to come. So we're getting all the details, how exactly does that work, and the specifics, the nitty-gritty. So there's two basic categories of activities in this world that creates our Olam Haba, that creates ourselves as B'nai Olam Haba. What are those two categories again? Activities, things that we do in this world because Hashem told us specifically to do it. That's one category of, of items and actions. Things that we do because Hashem commanded us. And a different way of saying that, maybe a better way of saying that, we only do it because Hashem said to do it. I mean, otherwise it wouldn't really make sense. Otherwise, you know, there'd be no reason for us to... to um, find a ram, chop its horns off of its head, hollow them out, and in one day a year, you know, toot on it, just blow this, this horn, you know, blow notes on this horn. We wouldn't do that if God wouldn't have told us to. So that's a mitzvah, with shaving, a shaking, and waving a lulav and an esrig. We only do that because God told us to. That's the category of items known as mitzvahs. Those are things we do only because Hashem said to do them. The habeis, Outside of mitzvahs, though, there's a whole other realm of activities that allows us to create our oilam haba, that allows us to achieve perfection, even outside of mitzvahs. This is eye-opening. I also create my oilam haba through the activities that I need to do, things that I have to do, things that I'm forced to do, even if God wouldn't have said. And that he's talking about all my mundane activities, everything you have to do over the course of your day, over the course of the week, over the course of the month, over the course of your entire life, activities that you need to do even without God, even without Torah, that mitzvahs, things that Goyim do also, that also earns you Eilam Haba. And that's, an ama- that's a major idea over here. In other words, he's saying, there's things that I do, hey, you know, because I'm a Jew, I do that too. You guys know that song? Not eating chametz on Passover. Well, some people don't eat the chametz all year round, you know, because they have um, issues, let's say, with gluten and things. 
But the people who eat chametz during the year, they don't eat it on Pesach. Why don't you eat it on Pesach? What, what, what's the matter with chametz during this week of the year? Because that's what God said to do. Uh, why? Why are we sitting in this, leaving our house and sitting in a ramshackle wooden booth for eight days, seven days out of the year, only because God said to? So that I understand, certainly, in a more um, general sense, how that's going to get me Elam Habo, even if we don't know the specifics yet. But um, that's what I would say it comes down to. What earns me my reward in the world to come? Where I'm doing things <clears throat> that God told me to do. Doing things that God told me to do. The Rechidosh that Ramachal is presenting right now is, it's not only about following orders and instructions that earns me Elam Habo, it's even in those areas where I would be busy anyway, I would be involved anyway, I would be active anyway, even without a direct commandment from God, that also can and will earn me Olam Haba. Somehow, somehow my activity, my ASIC, my involvement, even in the mundane, can also earn me Olam Haba. So the, the Ramchal is beginning to establish some very, very, very significant and fundamental ideas over here. Um, and it's going to give us a richer, deeper appreciation understanding of stage one and stage two existence, <coughs> how stage one leads to stage two. And let's see how the Ramchal is, um, is going to uh, develop this for us. Let's see how he's going to develop this. Okay. So, Perish. Again, the first category of activities that gets me my oil of haba in this world, hukla maisa mitzvahs. That's doing things just because Hashem said to do it. Otherwise, I would have no reason to do it. I wouldn't be doing it. But the category that we can call the, the kaza Jew, I do that, I do that too. That's the, that category. That's category number one. I only do it because I'm Jewish. Vabeis, vabeis, kla masha adam ishtamish men oilam The second category is all the sum total of all the things that I have to do just to um, survive in this world, to survive and and ensure my family's survival. Going to work, paying bills, eating, sleeping, relaxing, spending quality time with my kids, spending time with my kids. That's sub-quality time. All of the above. Things that you have to do anyway, even if you're not Jewish, that also produces Olam Haba. And now the Ramchal elaborates. Maisa mitzvahs. How do mitzvahs? Now we're going to zoom in even closer. There's a lot of a lot of principles that we're going to discover in this paragraph, hopefully. We're zooming closer into category number one. How I get Olam Haba through mitzvahs, doing mitzvahs. Again, what's, what does it mean doing mitzvahs? It means doing things only because Hashem said that, commanded me to do them. And if Hashem wouldn't have given me this mitzvah, there's no reason that any rational sane being on this planet would do these things. Wearing a yarmulke. Wearing a yarmulke. That's right. That's right. I you see sometimes well, we're being recorded, so I have to, we have to be careful what we say. But remind me, <laughs> when we're not being recorded anymore, um, to say what's being omitted now. Apologies to everyone out there in the WhatsApp land. Um, but again, so mitzvahs are things that, that, that no rational, sane being would do unless, you know, a higher authority, supreme being, told him to do it. Uh, no other reason why I would do it. 
What's with this? What's with these Zeitzig? Arthur, why are we wearing a Zeitzig? Zeitzig. When I was in Denver, some, some fellow walked into the yeshiva asking everyone where he could buy a pair of Zeitzig. It took us a while to figure out what he wanted, but we figured it out eventually. Anyway, um, Zeitzig, Tzitzis, whatever you want to call these things, right? Would any rational sane being tie strings onto his shirt? No. So that, that's Maiseh HaMitzvahs, things that we do only because Hashem told us to do them. How does that produce Olam Haba for us? So it says the Ramchal on two levels. Listen to this. The goal, the objective of doing mitzvahs and how that creates Olam Haba in this world is very clear. I'm following orders. I'm following instructions. This is what God told me to do. This is his will. These are his orders. This is what he wants. I'm listening to the instructions. I'm doing what God told me to do. That, however, yields two results on two different levels in the fact that I'm following God's instructions. First of all, there's the very fact that I'm just following instructions. I'm listening to the orders. I'm listening to the instructions and I'm following orders. I'm doing exactly what God asked me. That already creates Olam Haba for me. Everybody got that? Just by the mere fact that who Omar Vayehi, HaKadosh Baruch Hu said to do it, and I follow suit. I follow loyally. I'm a good soldier. I'm a good subject. I do what Hashem asked me to do. That alone already produces Olam Haba. But more than that, Vashain is, Ki Told us Second of all, aside from the fact that I'm just following orders and I'm listening to what the Rebbe Hashem told me to do, in addition to all that, Hashem knows what He's doing. Meaning, it's not that Hashem gave me an arbitrary list of um, requirements. You know, give me 20 push-ups, give me 30 toe curls, uh, and, 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 and uh, whatever. Random, arbitrary um, instructions and orders and okay, I listened to what God told me and there's no real purpose in any of this there's no real point in any of this but the fact that, that, that you know my creator asked me to do something I did it, so that, that, that certainly is something that makes me deserving of reward, and that would be true already on its own, you know um, <clears throat> like giving somebody busy work, sometimes you give your kids busy work try to avoid that you can give somebody busy work that I, I just need to keep them occupied. I, I need to keep them busy with something. I don't really need it. But, you know, I just have to, I can't have them running around. I can't have them getting lost right now. I have to keep them um, where I can see them. So I'll give them, you know, tell my kids, count up how many tiles there are on the kitchen floor. Promise they already have it memorized, right? I already asked them too many times. But you tell your kids, count up how many tiles there are on the kitchen floor. Busy work. So that's random, arbitrary kind of instruction. I don't really get anything out of it. They don't really get anything out of it. But what we both get out of it is, is, is the relationship. They listen to me. They listen to me. They follow the orders, they follow the instructions, and they, they, they uh, obeyed. They were obedient. So certainly it makes a parent feel very good that this child was obedient, and certainly that earns a child reward. The Ramchal is saying it's more than that, though. Mitzvahs are not random and arbitrary. There is that starting idea that I followed orders, but in addition to that, they are purposeful 
in their own right. As we just read, through the mitzvah itself, it's purposeful. The mitzvah itself is beneficial. The mitzvah itself, Hashem gave me 613 instructions that each one of which does benefit the soul, benefits the person, has some type of um, constructive effect and, perp- and, 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 and result in raising this person and giving him perfection and bringing him closer to Hashem. As we mentioned the other day, the um, system of work in this world parallels the, um, the uh, system that has been designed for bonding with HaKadosh Baruch Hu in the realm of eternity in Olam Haba. And that is binding with HaKadosh Baruch Hu via that system that he created in order to allow his creations to interface, interact, and to bond with him, interlace themselves with him. You can't really bond with the infinite himself, as it were, with the Or Ein Soif Yisbarach, HaKadosh Baruch Hu's infinitude and, and, and unknowabletude, even in Adam Habba, that's beyond our grasp and beyond our reach. But we can't get to levels that we can't get in this world, <clears throat> but it always is ultimately going to have to be through um, an interface. And that interface is 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 um, there to parallel the mitzvahs that Hashem gave us in this world. Those mitzvahs are, are taken to an exponential level. Those uh, facets and aspects, which number 613, which all the mitzvahs parallel, are taken to another level in Elam Haba. And that is how each mitzvah is purposeful in its own right. In other words, when I do the mitzvahs, I'm A, following orders, which is already beneficial to me, and B, each mitzvah is providing me purification, perfection, harmony with the Rebani Shalom in one of 613 different aspects that, that I resonate with. Okay? So those are the, that's the twofold um, benefit that I get from doing mitzvahs. So both ways of acquiring famous? What? Both ways of both ways of applying, yes, and each one is a different level shlemus, and 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 each one gives me a different type of shlemus. Um, comes out through Hashem giving me mitzvahs and through me doing mitzvahs. This is fulfilling the goal of Akash Baruch and creating the universe. Again, the Rebbeinu made us. This is Derech Hashem is always from Hashem's perspective. Hashem made us because He wants to be able to give. He wants to be able to give in the best way possible. He wants to be able to give of Himself. That's the best way of giving. And the only way, the best way of giving of Himself is to make this creation that can make itself like Hashem Himself, and that's us. And so, that's what mitzvahs are there to accomplish. So before we go on, I just want to point something out that we 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 see nuances over here and inferences to ideas that we've mentioned in the past. The Ramchal is telling us the twofold purpose of mitzvahs and how we get benefit from mitzvahs on, on two <coughs> levels. One is that the mitzvah itself provides shlemus. The other is that the mitzvah itself um, um, <clears throat> when I do it I am following orders and I'm obeying Hashem and that also creates shlemus. Just the very fact that I am listening to the instructions. Listening to the instructions. So as we've mentioned in the past, a large degree of what my Olam Haba is going to look like is very dependent on the attitude that I do the mitzvah with. And, and here we have that alluded to once again the Ramchal. If the mitzvahs are being done 
um, by rote, if the mitzvahs are being done um, through guilt, through habit, um, they're being done as, as a matter of um, duty, just to a, not to God, but duty to a, like a daily scorecard. And I have to make sure I check off all the boxes. It's a routine. It's a routine that I have. And it's about fulfilling the boxes, not about fulfilling the, the um, expectations of Hashem and the will of Hashem and the rutzen of Hashem, then that affects drastically what my Elam Haba looks like. Because my Elam Haba is going to be ultimately a function of, of um, how much are these mitzvahs bringing me to Hashem? How much are these mitzvahs making me like Hashem? How much are these mitzvahs engendering that relationship between me and Hashem, which is what Olam Haba is going to have to look like? Me being at one with Hashem. To the degree that my mitzvahs made me at one with Hashem in this world, that's the degree to which I'm going to be at one with Hashem in the next world because this world is really all just the, the potential of the next world. The next world is actualizing the potential that I created in this world. And we see the Ramchal just said that. The mitzvahs are bad being mekayim cheftoy yizbarach. Ritzoynoy, cheftoy. And if when I do a mitzvah, it's not an act of me recognizing that Hashem really wants this and Hashem really asked me to do this and Hashem is really interested in me doing this. Then I'm, I'm not really doing mitzvahs the way the Ramachal is telling me that performance of mitzvahs creates my Elam Haba. Again, I'm just you know, tick, 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 and I feel very good about myself. I feel very disciplined. I feel very organized. I feel like my day is very structured because I have when I wake up, I have when I go to sleep, I have when I have breakfast, I have when I have lunch, when I have my first coffee, when I have my second coffee, when I have my first cigarette, my second cigarette. I have it all worked out. And when I daven and when I wear tefillin and when I learn and when I you know, call my wife to ask her how her day went, I have it all mapped out in a very rigid, structured, disciplined way. But I, again, I'm not doing mitzvahs at, at, at that point so much because that's what Hashem asked me. I'm doing mitzvahs because... I'm very yekish, I'm very disciplined, I'm very structured, um, and I feel very good about the fact that at the end of every day, ah, look at the scorecard, I was able to check everything off. It, it's easy to get swept into a, a um, routine like that where your mitzvahs become a function of keeping track of things, of discipline, and all that, but at that point, these are, mitzvahs are not really accomplishing what they're supposed to be accomplishing, which is being at one with Hashem. The mitzvahs, even when I'm doing that without understanding them, even when I'm doing them without knowing how the lulav gives me shleimus, how the shayfer gives me shleimus, how the menorah gives me shleimus, without knowing how all these mitzvahs give me perfection, but if I know that I'm doing them because they're important to Hashem, and that's what Hashem asked me to do, and it's a privilege and a pleasure and with pride that I'm able to do what Hashem asked me to do, that creates a relationship, that creates oneness, and that brings me closer and closer and closer to Hashem. And I have something that can be actualized in, in the next world. Um, yeah. There's a Sfas Emes that says, What's the greater of Kavana of you can, you know, in the mitzvah? The biggest Kavana that you can have when he does mitzvahs. You know, we try to have Kavanas. We try to have the, 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 um, the intentions and the intents and the focus that we think about what the missus are doing for the Olamis, what, what the Shoifer is doing, what the Lulav is doing, the, eating matzah, what all these things are doing. 
there's, there, there, there's this concept known as kavonis, you know, uh, knowing the mysticism that's going on behind the scenes, what, how, how the, you know, this mitzvah works and how it parallels all the different levels of the, of the universe and creation, etc. The Sfas Emes talks about this concept. He says the greatest kavonah intention that a Yid can have when he does mitzvahs is, I'm doing this lachas nachas rech l'bayriz baruch shemay. So the idea this Sfas Emes presents. He says the biggest kavonah, the most powerful kavonah that you can have is I'm doing this because Hashem asked me to do it and it makes Hashem happy. Then that mitzvah is becoming something that creates, fosters a relationship and that is ultimately the 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 ticket into the into the the the, the, the aleph base of what Elam Havo is all about is being at one with Hashem, <coughs> preaching the relationship, preaching that Hashem asked me to do this, and 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 running, rushing to do it to please Hashem. Okay, so again, it, it's it's a very you know cannot be overstated the importance of of bringing that into our performance of mitzvahs. We're doing the mitzvahs anyway. We're getting up anyway. We're davening anyway. We're putting on tefillin anyway. We're saying Shema either way. We're learning Torah. We're going to be doing it either way. When we preface all of those mitzvahs with the right kavana, and that kavana is a very simple one. I'm doing this, Hashem. It's a pleasure to do this. It makes you so happy. And you want me to do this. And I'm, it's a privilege to do something that you asked me to do, Hashem. Then we are taking all those actions that we're going to be doing anyway and really actively creating a very rich dynamic right now via the relationship that we're establishing. Okay, but anyway, those are the two levels of mitzvahs over here, two things that mitzvahs accomplish, and we see allusions to the Ramchal to how mitzvahs have to work and how they create Elam Haba. Now the Ramchal is going to shift to the other realm of what creates Elam Haba, and that's the area of the mundane. So till now we've been discussing all the things that I have to do because I'm Jewish. I only do them because I'm Jewish. If I wasn't Jewish and Hashem didn't ask me to do it, nobody normal would do any of these things. It's crazy. For seven days straight, you just eat crackers, and for and for seven days, you leave your house and sit in this wooden booth. These things are crazy. I do them because Hashem asked me, and that's creating other map on those two levels. Now, what about the things that, that I have to do anyway? All the mundane activities, things that you didn't do them, and go and do them. Was having to deal with this world, dealing with life, eating and sleeping, and taking care of my, 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 um, my um, physical needs, taking care of, working, interacting with this world, um, holding down a job, paying bills, etc. That also said the Ramchal creates Adam Haba. And let's see that. When a person is busy with this world for his own needs, his own personal um, uh, necessities of life, Hine. Person has to ensure that his pursuits of being busy with life and what he needs to do to be busy, interact with this world in terms of self-preservation and 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 um, <clears throat> and, and and looking after his best interests and his 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 physical welfare. All of that has to be within the framework that that. Kaidim called right off the bat, he has to make sure all of his li- living activities are not running aground and crossing any lines that Akash Baruch Hu set for him. First of all, right immediately right off the bat, I have to make sure that everything that I do in this world in taking care of myself is not violating anything that Hashem told me not to do. Which means there's various things that I can't do. You can't steal. 
and you're not allowed to steal, even if, even if you have to make an income, thou shall not kill, so you have to make sure you don't kill anybody, even if they're getting in the way of your parnasa. You can't lie, you can't cheat, you can't eat things that you're not allowed to eat, etc. So that's immediately where we see one aspect of my own needs and necessities and mundane activities that, that, that is there to give me shlemus when I avoid doing it in the wrong way. But it, it's more than that. It's not just about, so again, we're discussing how mundane these mundane activities can also get me into Elam Haba. So immediately, it's by avoiding the temptations to do my mundane activities in a forbidden way. That already gets me into Elam Haba because I'm failing, I, I'm, 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 I'm refraining from doing Averis. So that is already something, but it's even more than that. Not just about the refraining from doing Averis. Um, but, my mundane activities, my involvement, necessary involvement in this world, is done within the right measure and with the right approach and the right balance that it's there to maintain my health, maintain my existence in the best way possible, in the um, um, most appropriate way. And not in a line and in accordance with what the body wants. What the, what the body uh, is really desiring, which is just to invest in the body. Explains the Ramchav. To maintain the body in such a way that the neshama can use it to the best of its abilities to... to um, do the right thing, to pursue the pursuits of oneness with Hashem. The body has to be maintained, it has to be taken care of in such a way that it is the perfect vehicle for the neshama, for the neshama to do in this world what it needs to do, which is to run after HaKadosh Baruch Hu as much as possible. There shouldn't be anything in the body that's preventing the neshama from being able to lead, preventing the neshama from being able to pursue dveikas with Hashem on both ends of, 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 of the extremes. That the guf shouldn't be too emphasized on its own, too inflated on its own, that it becomes baggage for the neshama that's dragging the neshama down. It shouldn't get in the way of the neshama. And also, it shouldn't, on the other hand, on the other extreme, if the guf is, is, is poorly maintained, is, is uh, you know, weakened in a weakened state, that will also prevent the neshama from doing what it needs to do because the neshama, at the end of the day, has to be involved in this world, has to interact in this world in order to pursue that Vegas HaKash Baruch That was a, a mouthful, perhaps, and an earful. What the Ramchal essentially said is that, look, the neshama is here to do its thing, to have Dveikas HaKadosh Baruch Hu. It, it does Dveikas, it accomplishes that by having to work in this world, by having again to exercise <coughs> Bechira. Because without Bechira, we don't have the op opportunity to make ourselves self-contained sufficient sources of Shleimus. Um, it needs to be present in this world in order to do that, to have that struggle. And it's the our job when we are 
involved in the realm of the mundane, which is where the body is having its interactions, where the body is active, to have the exact proper balance of making sure the guf won't interfere with what the neshama needs to do. And here we're referring to mitzvah still. We're still referring to mitzvahs. Meaning category number two about how mundane activities are, are there um, to also create a l'mhaba is looking at category two as how it facilitates category one. Category one is all about doing the mitzvahs. Category one is all about um, finding those sparks of light that Hashem scattered throughout the world. The sparks of light that are here in, in Torah. The sparks of light that are there in Tefillin, in Sitzes, in Matzah, in the Sukkah, in the Lulav and Ezra, in the Shoifer. All those sparks of light. And that is me following orders, listening to instructions. That's me getting the, the, the uh, benefit that Hashem laced in Matzah itself. And that's what I'm here for. Now, in order to do that, there has to be free will. To have free will, you have to have a body that pulls you the other way. And when the neshama is maintaining the body in such a way that the body is going to be on board as much as possible, then that those activities of maintaining the body's health and maintaining the body's status for the for the body the physical end of us to be able to be facilitators to those mitzvahs that also becomes something that creates Adam Haba in, in, in a way of like a again a, a facilitator type of sense in a um, sense of that you could call it a Heksher mitzvah it becomes a Heksher mitzvah something that's there to prime me for the actual mitzvah it's a necessary but indirect component, a, a necessary but, you know, secondary component, but being that it is a necessary component aspect of doing the mitzvah itself, that also is ultimately going to be involved in me creating shlemus and ultimately is recognized in creating shlemus and, and that is part of creating shlemus. And, and it's, you know, very interesting to see that the Ramchal is making it clear that it's not just about, you know, feeding the body and not overfeeding it, um, resting the body, but not over-resting it. If I overfeed my body, then I'm taking something that could have been a hechshir mitzvah, so it could have been priming me for the mitzvah, and I'm actually pulling myself away from mitzvah, because when I overfeed my body, my body becomes baggage, becomes dead weight, and pulls my neshama now away from doing mitzvahs. When I over-rest my body, then my body again becomes something that drags me away from mitzvahs. So you have to have, but, but when you rest it properly and you feed it properly, then fakert, my body is something that's involved with my mitzvahs. And my, my body is something that is facilitating my mitzvahs. That is part of what's creating my Elam Habab. The Ramchal is also saying, though, underfeeding the body, under-resting the body, and under-maintaining the body is just as problematic. Just as problematic. If I don't feed myself properly, I don't rest myself properly, and I, I don't maintain my mental health properly, then I'm vital not maintaining my body's well-being in such a way that it can facilitate the mitzvahs. And I'm, again, going to be undermining, detracting from my lamahaba on the other end of the spectrum. This has to be the right balance exactly in the middle. He just said, When a person's activities in the mundane 
is there for this purpose and this purpose alone to maintain physicality in such a way that Nisham is able to control it in the best way possible, direct in the best way possible. The Nisham has this vehicle that that is allows the Nishama to do what it does best, which is the Maisa Hamitzis category number one. It comes out that that activity of eating and sleeping and resting and everything that I need to do in this world in order to maintain my physicality to um, best facilitate my spirituality in its pursuit of mitzvahs, that becomes shleimus, that creates perfection. And that gives me lofty um, accomplishments and brings me closer to Hashem, to one is in Vegas, just like the mitzvahs themselves. So the Heksha mitzvah gives me shleimus just like the mitzvah does. Gamzeh. Mitzvah aleinu lishmar is kufeinu b'achana haguna l'sheyucha lavin as boy as boyroy boyreinu. This is something that Rebbein Shlom expects of us as well, and something Rebbein Shlom has instructed us as well. Is he gave us a body not to neglect the body? He gave us a body not to not to destroy the body, not to trash and trample the body. He gave us the body in order to allow the body to best facilitate its ability to do mitzvahs. The shenishtal me ha'olam l'chavana zu l'tach l'zeh kafi hamitzarech lanu. To use the, the physical resources of this world for this goal and this objective and purpose in order to allow, give the neshama a vehicle for the neshama to do mitzvahs in the best way possible. That elevates us when we are involved in the mundane with that balance, with that approach, with that mindset. And this vaiter again spills over to the world itself. The world by becoming that heichatim to that environment that allows us to get ourselves uh, ready and able, capable of having that balance. This is an ilui and an aliyah for the world itself. And that's the end of Zion. That's where we will stop for today. Maybe tomorrow before we go on, we'll just wrap up a few um, points with a few points over here, type some 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 loose threads. But this is, this is the idea that he's presenting to us in Zion. And um, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll wrap this up tomorrow and, and, and continue. In the meantime, everyone should have a wonderful today.